The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the master's class that drops each and every Sunday right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Don't forget, want you to subscribe, want you to give us five stars. Also, the Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page as well but this is our masters class with our masters of the ring bully ray tommy dreamer mark henry gentlemen welcome to this edition of the masters class how the hell are you dave how the hell are you how are you how are you i'm over here now we are on the road to wrestlemania which brings up the topic for our show today and that is card subject to change Obviously, recently, CM Punk gets hurt in the Royal Rumble. He's out for WrestleMania 40. And now, what we thought we were going to see at WrestleMania 40 automatically changes. And everything in the entire landscape is in flux. So, Bully, I want to start with you. Have you ever experienced this card subject to change for the show of shows at WrestleMania? Uh, not only have I seen it, but I've been involved in it personally. It wasn't like a, uh, you know, a, a big match like a TLC match, but I believe at WrestleMania 19 in Seattle at Safeco Field. Uh, no, wait, is that? I don't know. One of the WrestleManias. The it was WrestleMania Seattle. 19. It was WrestleMania okay. 19. Uh, 19. Uh, me and Devon were supposed to take on, um, I think Lance uh, Lance Storm and Val Venus or something like that, but somebody got injured or maybe it's supposed to be a three-way. Something happened at the very last minute that pulled us off of WrestleMania and put us on the WrestleMania pre-show. Uh, I believe it aired on Sunday Night Heat. So uh, it's very disappointing, but it happens. It happens in wrestling all the time. It's happening right now during this year's WrestleMania bit of a gut punch hard to deal with but you know the ups and downs of the wrestling business yeah you know the thrill of victory the agony of defeat um and you just have to deal with it you have to roll with the punches the way the company has to um and, and having to switch everything up this year lots of monkey wrenches involved with wrestlemania well let me ask you this because with cm punk his whole story and one of the big reasons why he left the wwe was because he never got to be in the main event. 
at WrestleMania, even when he was the WWE champion. So here he is, probably posed to be in the main event night number one at WrestleMania. Obviously, the injury happens. That's out. For you, Bully, you had one of the greatest, if not the greatest match in WrestleMania. People argue on the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Some, a lot of people say it's their favorite with WrestleMania 17. Did, is it an easier pill to swallow for you missing a WrestleMania match having such a significant match prior like you did. Yes. Especially what we were doing, because I believe what we were doing, and when I say we, I'm talking about myself, Devon, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian. We were taking tag team wrestling to heights at WrestleMania that I had never seen before. Um, I, 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 I would ask you guys what was the most featured, legitimate tag team match that had happened in, in prior WrestleManias, I would venture to say that none of them had the um, yeah, had the pomp. Y- yes, thank you, Mark. That that we had, whether that was at WrestleMania 2000 with the Triangle Ladder Match or at WrestleMania 17, which was TLC two. So yeah, if if God forbid anything would have happened to any of us going into those WrestleMania matches, especially TLC two in the Asherdom, it would have been very difficult to have to deal with but here's the brutal uh you know the brutal reality the, the harsh reality is there's nothing you can do about it zero especially if it's because of an injury you know having the match pulled and and the and the ladies have to do deal with this a lot of just having a match randomly pulled on mania just because of time restraints and you know it, we me my, myself and mark and tommy know how seriously the women take their WrestleMania matches, even if it's just a battle royal or a, a four-team tag or whatever, they really, because their their time on the card is sporadic. It's not like Charlotte versus Becky or or a Bianca versus a, a, a Bailey or some of your more featured singles matches. So if you're like Natty, Natty's been through a lot of ups and downs with WrestleMania matches because she's been pulled from quite a few uh, WrestleManias at the very last moment. And it just, it, you're, it just, it destroys you on the inside. You, you feel so dejected and, but this is where you have to harden yourself to the wrestling business, knowing that you're still going to get that payday, but you're not going to be able to go out there and perform. It's uh it's not easy to deal with. I, I know that Tommy has dealt with, uh, a WrestleMania match being pulled. Mark, have you ever been involved in a situation where your your Mania match was pulled? Yes. Like, um, I was a number one contender and um, was had a match with Benoit to, you know, to try to put some damage in him before I matched at WrestleMania when he was the champion. And my shoulder came out of socket again. And I had to have surgery, and I missed I miss WrestleMania, man. And they had to go to Plan B. Pro Wrestling Talk and Takes with Dave LaGreca on Busted Open. When I look ahead to WrestleMania 40, I have no idea. I have no idea who Seth is going to face, if at all, who Punk is going to face, who Cody's going to face, who Roman's going to face, how the Rock factors in, what's going on with Gunther. We all thought, ah, oh, you know, it's going to be Gunther and Brock. 
I don't even know if that's going to happen. Busted Open, seven days a week from 9 to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. So, Mark, let me ask you this. When did your shoulder come out of socket? Like, how many weeks before Mania? Shit, a month. It was after the Rumble. Okay, so a month before Mania, you're told no WrestleMania for you because of an injury. Can you can you possibly take us on that emotional roller coaster? I remember Teddy Long coming to me. I walked through Gorilla. Everybody was trying to talk to me. Uh, I toughed it out. Like, I Mel Gibson and shit. In the middle of the match, I swing at Benoit. My shoulder comes out of the socket. I kick him, and with one hand, I shit can him. And I tell the referee my shoulder's out. And he goes, oh, shit, I'm going to call it. And I said, no. And I grabbed my wrist, and I ran my shoulder in the turnbuckle and popped it back in myself. 
And I don't know if y'all can, if I can explain to you the pain that I went through physically, the physical pain of that felt like lightning struck my, I just lost my breath because it, it, it took like my breath away. Like I could not breathe. And then that finally Benoit came back in, started chopping the shit out of me. And I told him, hey, you're going to have to beat me. And he went, no, no, you, you all right? And I said, no, I'm not. And I swung at him. He cross-faced me, uh, one, two, the tap out, and the match was over. I went through Gorilla, didn't talk to nobody, went in the hallway, and just started crying because I knew that I was not going to be able to go to WrestleMania because the pain that I was in had me shaking like this. It was and the cross I, face I just, on the bad shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and I and it's in hindsight, I'm thinking, hey, dumbass, maybe you throw a left hook at him and he takes the left arm and does the gimmick, and I can tap with the with the real injured arm. But wrestling training, people don't understand how programmed you are. Like you're trained to hit the rope, grab the rope. You're trained to use your right side to do what you do. There's some guys that are left-handed that still wrestle right hand because that's just the way it is. And then there's some guys that can throw left, like Bully throws a left jab, bing, bing, bing. And then he hits you with the right. But it's very few guys I let throw a left hand punch at me because it ain't it ain't you you adjust differently. You throw a punch at me, I give. Or I, I, I'll I'll faint. But somebody that throws a left, you're trained to do this when you're just running right into their fucking hand. It's like you like, hey, hit me. <laughs> like, so like the, the whole point of the conversation is I did what my brain told me to do, which was Bro, I can't explain to you how much pain that was to throw that punch and have him cross face jerk me, the arm that had just came out of socket. And I put it back in myself. And of course, the labrum was torn, the rotator cuff was torn, the biceps tendon was torn. And I'm gonna say that I did that to myself when I, when I ran it into the corner. It was out of socket, it was hurt already, obviously. And I made it worse, and I was out for seven months. But Mark, and, other than the obvious physical pain, and then you cried right afterwards. What was the emotion like of that month? It was crazy. I felt like I let myself down. I felt like I let the company down. Like they had invested a lot of time and money into me, and now I'm. They're scrambling to find another story to go with to go into mania like they're doing right now with punk and you just feel worthless basically and i remember being at home and i said fuck this i'm done i can't take it no more i got hurt three times at this point this is i was just like punk three wrestlemanias three injuries 
and you sit at home and going, what did I do? God, what did I do? Why am I, why of all the times in the year, why now? And you know, it's, it's painful when you question God. And I had Benoit call me and say, hey, suck that shit up. It happened to everybody. You'll be, you'll, you'll be better when you come back. And if it, I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. If, if I hadn't talked to Benoit in 07, like I would have quit wrestling. Like I got to the point where, man, I was still the strongest man in the world at that time. I was like, man, fuck this. I'm going back to lifting. I was going to do something. And Benoit talked me out of it. Wow. Told me he was going to come to the house and beat me up if I, <laughs> if I didn't get my ass back in the gym. So, so, Mark, let me ask you this, because you just said this is just like Punk, because Punk now, since coming back to wrestling, has been injured three times, just as you said you were. But you were able to bounce back, and then you had a match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which during the streak, there's nothing bigger than having a match with The Undertaker. So how did you feel knowing that, hey, I have this match, and knowing what happened before, but also knowing that the WWE had confidence enough in you to have a match with The Undertaker? Dave, I'm going to tell you, um, experience is the greatest teacher. I had matches leading up until WrestleMania 22 where I would go out there, man, I didn't even play the hits. I had brawls, bang, bang, bing, 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 throw the guy, go do something. Like I wasn't running into the stairs on the floor. I wasn't running into the post. I wasn't doing shit. But Matt, man, Matt wrestling, grappling and holes. Because I was scared of getting hurt again. What did we talk about on Busted Open uh, on last Wednesday, Dave? About you going to this 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 shutdown mode because you're worried about getting hurt. Yeah, you were saying about there's certain things that you would normally do that you're not going to do because no, you don't want to take a chance. Don't and, do it. Don't and like you said, it. Mark. Now, unfortunately for CM Punk, he was in a situation that he got hurt at the Rumble. And you got to go 100 miles per hour at the Rumble. You got to. And then you probably shut it down right after the Rumble all the way to WrestleMania, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Mark, right. did you watch that WrestleMania? Say it again. Did you watch that WrestleMania? The one like that, I, was, the one that, that I missed? Yes. Yeah. No. I don't remember it. I was too distraught to watch any wrestling. I, I, after I got surgery, I remember being in Birmingham with Dr. Andrews and Dr. Dugas, and they had just done my surgery, and they were like, hey, man, a bunch of us are going to get together, and we're going to go to Dave & Buster's and watch wrestling Monday. And I went, no, I ain't going. They were like, what? I didn't go. I was in Birmingham for a month doing rehab, and I didn't watch wrestling. Not one time I was there. Wow. I couldn't. Every time I watched wrestling, I cried. I love this shit, man. Did you guys ever experience, and, and I've spoke to a couple of guys who have, 
Um, when you're the focal point of any particular company, like Mark was getting this big push at the time against Benoit, and everybody wants to talk to you, and you're always in invested in something and people are invested in you and then all of a sudden you you have an injury and nobody wants to talk to you anymore and the phone stops ringing and all of a sudden you become you feel like you've been put on the back burner where nobody's interested in you anymore tommy have you ever experienced that uh absolutely one of the saddest days of my life ecw went out of business and i got not one call not one text and this was just in a day where I would, cause I would be like, and I seriously sat there. I was like, man, I used to get like between 50, you know, 75 emails a day, text, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, not one person thought of me today. Well, and Mark, I saw you, you know, you had to walk off for a second because you're, I could tell you were getting emotional. Like, even after all you've accomplished with going against The Undertaker at WrestleMania, going into the Hall of Fame, I can tell, just even thinking back to that time when you got injured, that those emotions and those moments come flooding back to you. Am I right? It's not always the success that you judge by. It's the failure and how you deal with the failure. And Tommy mentioned it, people will stop calling. Like they say success has many fathers and failure is a bastard. It's the truest thing ever said because when you fail, there's there's a few people that are like, damn, I'm gonna give him a moment, it's tough. You know, let him let him breathe. And then it's the other ones that if you can't help me, then you have no service or use to me. And I got to see it. And it was the hardest thing yep. to, to realize who was my friend and who was my workmates. Mark, I don't mean to interrupt you, but when you had to walk off before, you needed a moment. I don't know if you heard the question that I had asked. I, and you're actually answering the question, despite the fact that I don't know. If, I don't think you heard me. No. When you when you were in when you were in the middle of your push, and you're working with Benoit, and you're the focal point, and everybody wants to talk to you, and everybody wants to be your friend, and everybody wants to talk about your push, and it's like mark this, mark this, and you're invested, and everything's going well, but then all of a sudden, snap of a finger, shoulder pops out, you're out of mania, you done. Bye. Right, right, Mark. Done. And you don't, you're, you don't exist anymore. And you start to quit. Like, why doesn't anybody want to talk to me? What, what, why did, why am I like in the background? Why do I feel like I'm in the background now? And why is and it, Mark? I'm talking about not just the boys. I'm talking about the office. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that are writing the show. Like you don't exist because their job is to do the right now. Not the what was. If and I can tell you how me and Edge clicked when he got hurt, I was working in the office and I was just like, hey, just was thinking about you. Uh, how you been, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you know, you're the first person I've heard from in the office for about three weeks. 
And this is when he was on top. And I was like, really? And he's like, yep. Uh, after the surgery, everyone's like, you're good. You're good. Cause I haven't heard from anybody. And then like, we really just clicked. We would joke about it. Cause then I exaggerated that I called him every day, but he was like, you know, we, we would talk once a week, but just because, you know, he was telling me about, yeah, I had a sleep sitting up in a chair or with a, you know, neck brace on and like all that stuff. Uh, just also to talk Tommy, about, hold on, Tommy. I just right. want to tell Dave something. I know you guys can be this. Dave, you start to question if anybody truly ever cared about you. Yes or no, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You sit there and nobody texts and nobody calls. Not the boys, not the office, not nobody. And you're just saying to yourself, what what, what the fuck? I I'm sitting here. Uh, my shoulder's out. I got a broken leg. I got this. I got Doesn't anybody care about me? And this will really harden you to the industry where you say, it's me and me only. I got me, I got my partner, and that's it. And that's the only person I can truly rely on. Now, I do believe that over time, the business has changed and the boys show more concern for one another than they ever had. But when you're sitting there for months, I'd love to get people like uh, that have been away for a year or years to come on and explain what that is like to sit home and just think that the business has passed you by. It's it will screw with your head. Man, uh, I want to say the Benoit, Nova, and Teddy Long. Wow. Almost every week, if not every week. And that's when the Undertaker came into play because of being in Austin. Like I would see him and he would check on me. And those friendships are the ones that still exist. Like, you know, I mean, I only known Dave LaGreca since Dallas. I talked to him for years before that, but it was just me calling in for radio. But we met in Dallas. I felt more of a kinship talking to Dave in the lobby in the hotel in Dallas the first time I met him than guys that I was in the locker room with for 10 years because he actually fucking cared. You only got to be around Tommy Dreamer for five fucking minutes to know that he lives and dies with wrestling. When we all die, they're going to talk about wrestling. I just, I mean, I know y'all not as morbid as I am, <laughs> but they're going to fucking talk wrestling at our funeral. What we really loved. I don't have to be there to know what the fuck they're going to talk about. His passion for it. His sacrifice for it. He talked about it when his mother died. It broke me down. I couldn't listen to him. I, could, I had to turn the show off. I, I, I don't know if y'all remember, I had to leave. 
because I knew what he was saying was a reality. When you love something like we love it, it becomes more than just a job. And I feel for Punk. I text him today. I'm not going to call you. I'm just checking to see if you okay. That was my text. Because I want him to know that there's people that if he felt like, hey, man, I need to talk about it. I'm here. I'm an ear to lean on. And, and bully plays the bully. He loved wrestling. He loved fan interaction. Whether it be positive or negative, I'll fucking take it because it's better than being dead and it's better than being a nobody. And I ain't got to get into Dave. Fucking look at his walls. So the fans of this show need to understand that these are people that get hurt, not wrestlers that get hurt. They go home injured. Charlotte Flair, I, I, man, I've been talk, texting her every week. Stay on that therapy. If you need somebody to talk to, I'm here. But there's people that I reach out to because I know that they're at home by themselves. And hearing from me might just lift their spirits that day. Make that physical therapy that less tedious. And dealing like this whole thing about, you know, plan B, so card subject to change, it's a painful thing, but it's business. Talk is Jericho podcast with multiple world champion professional wrestler, lead singer of Fozzie, and New York Times best-selling author Chris Jericho is now on Fight Nation. Don't miss Jericho interview some of the biggest names in wrestling, entertainment, and comedy. Plus, give all of his takes on what's going on in the world of pop culture. Catch the Talk is Jericho podcast every Tuesday and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on your home for combat sports, Sirius XM, Fight Nation. Channel 156. Um, uh, if I Tommy, could add to my personal well, Tommy, experience with. Yeah, I want to I hear from you. Like when you hear cards subject to change, we're this close to WrestleMania. I know you have something to add to this. Please. If I could just say a firsthand experience about Mark Henry, uh, him and I, Seattle, Washington, packed. I'm wrestling him. This is maybe 2002. Uh, they're starting to the, for the push with Mark and these, and I, and I've said it, they would tell me, Hey man, you're going to go out there, wrestle Mark Henry. You're allowed to bump him once. You got to go 14 to 15 minutes. And the whole time we're rocking and rolling when it's going to start my comeback. And this is also, no, this is 2001 because it's the first time I'm wrestling in Seattle and the, the lore of Tommy dreamer, the wrestler, they've never seen me. And man, I can't do my hardcore stuff. I can't do anything. So me and Mark are out there. He misses the splash. Mark Henry, when first of all, he's coming at you, it's like an eclipse. You you don't see the lights when you're laying there because he takes it. But Mark would fully extend Rob Van Dam style, arms over his head like he's diving into a pool. Missed that splash. Boom, I roll all the way. The people start coming. Nick Patrick comes to me and he goes, Mark's hurt. And I was like, what? And he's like, Mark's hurt. 
and I see Mark clutching his shoulder, his hand and his shoulder. If you have ever seen somebody's shoulder get separated, it's quite gross looking. Then I take off and Mark's like, just go. He's on his knees. I drop kick his head. He bumps kind of like jamming his own shoulder into the canvas. Mm. And now here comes my comeback. And I'm just like, and Nick Patrick's going, go home. They don't have earpieces in referees ears during a house show or a live event. So I'm like, all right, let's go. Mark's like, no. So I throw my punches, throw my punches. And then I was like, Mark's like, just come on, come on, keep going. And I'm like, no, I jump up to the second Mark plucks me out of midair world strongest slam. I'm about 240 with his shoulder. He's like, I put it back in. I put it back in. So we get to the back. Mark's upset. He's clutching his hand, bring it close to his body. And he's feeling for like feeling in his fingers. He turns and he apologizes to me. And I was like, dude, it's don't worry about it. But that's the testament of the human being and also the professional that Mark Henry is. And that's why he's also a Hall of Famer for the things that most people don't know about. So that's my conclusion with Mark Henry. David, uh, I'll tell you my story about WrestleMania. My first ever WrestleMania moment was supposed to be a three-way dance. Scott Steiner versus Tommy Dreamer versus Randy Orton for the love of Tori Wilson. And pitched it. I didn't pitch it. It was pitched to me. We start playing this out on television and like just starting to set the heat. This is when Test was with Stacy. And that first mat uh, got taken off the board because of, I believe, Tori was with Kidman at the time. Uh, they were married, did not want to have that type of, you know, match, whatever, fine. So I see that match get taken away. And then they're talking about maybe Tommy Dreamer versus Scott Steiner, maybe Tommy Dreamer versus Randy Orton. They go with Tommy Dreamer versus Randy Orton. Tori Wilson is somehow going to be involved. Randy Orton gets hurt, his foot. I walked in, I remember walking into the office because, again, I lived by the office and I saw the board. I was on the board for WrestleMania. What would be my first ever WrestleMania, Randy Orton's first WrestleMania. And Dave, you know, we, we talk about my fandom. I'm the, me and little Guido, the only two wrestlers ever to be at the first ever WrestleMania. And this is my moment. And Randy gets taken out. If you don't think I'm still talking about it today, that I wanted to have more than just one match at WrestleMania, it would have meant the world to me. I was happy Guido got that moment 20 years later, but I still hadn't. And because of injury, it was taken away from me. If I fast forward to WrestleMania 23, and I've told this story before, the originals versus the new breed, we were crushing it on live events. We got this story. I pull into the WrestleMania hotel. D. Malenko comes to me and he goes, they scrapped your match for Mania. <sighs> I literally pulled in to the hotel and I was like, huh? And I'm devastated. And they're like, we want to give Melina and Ashley Mazzaro more time for their match. And I'm like, I got so messed up. And again, I pull in with my family. And I was recently reminded of this. 
my daughter who was little in their car seats doing something. I'm so I closed the door. Her hand was in the door and I closed the door on my daughter's hand right after finding out the um, I I'm not on WrestleMania. And I walk away from the car. Beulah pops out of the car because my daughter's screaming, but I'm not in the car. And if you don't think that, like, I hurt my daughter because I was so upset. And I don't mean to get upset, but it stood with me. And something, my life goal was taken away from me. And if it wasn't for my hero, Dusty Rhodes, I would have never have made it to WrestleMania. It's a big friggin' thing. And it didn't happen because I got injured, but I'm just talking about my mindset. When I was hit with that news, and trust me, Beulah makes fun of me, um, or my daughter, thankfully, is too young to remember it. But I was like, and I just closed the door right on my daughter's hand. And in front of everybody also in WWE, as you pull up to the WWE hotel. But again, these are moments that stay with you. And, and you know, when I... I've said this, every great athlete will talk about the victories, but it's the defeats that keep them up at night. It's the losses that play with your head forever. And if you don't think I would have loved to have two, I I was guaranteed, I want to say I was guaranteed two, but if you don't think I would have gone my entire career without being WrestleMania, yeah, hey, great, you, you made money, you did all this, but if you don't make it to there, like, hey, you're a failure. In my head, I could hang that one. I could hang my one WrestleMania that I had. And I was so in the moment of fighting to get there that once it was over, it didn't mean anything to me anymore. But if I realized that if I didn't ever get there, I don't know if I could ever say, hey, you know, I made it. Wow. I mean, and... And I'm sure right now CM Punk is going through that and we hope him well. We hope he comes back from his injury and we hope that one day he has his dream of being in a main event match at WrestleMania. Guys, thank you for sharing those stories. Bully, Mark, Tommy, this is what makes this show so special. The Masters Class. Make sure you tune in each and every Sunday. It drops on the Busted Open podcast. Again, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you go to Podswag, podswag.com slash Busted Open. Don't forget Busted Open After Dark each and every Wednesday night immediately after AEW Dynamite. And don't forget, February 10th, LaGreca's Laminated List. Bully Tommy will be there. Mark Henry will be doing stand-up comedy at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. On February 10th, go to Ticketmaster.com. LaGreca's Laminated List. We'll talk to you next week right here on Busted Open, the Masters Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. 
ready to be a part of it? Let's go, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Give up. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.